0: In 2012 there was a major fire at a Bangladesh garment factory where over 110 factory workers died. You know the fire was a result of these overcrowded conditions. There were no fire safety measures and the people just you know horribly burned within these factories because you know the bosses basically were greedy and they wanted to you know they didn't care about the safety or the standards of the workers. Hi, this is Anita, the Global Trade Gal, where we talk about all things to do with global trade. One of the new words in the global supply chain, one of the new buzzwords is ethical sourcing. And I'll be the first one to admit that I didn't know much about ethical sourcing until I heard a talk by Greg Cook, one of the founders of doTERRA. And he mentioned in his talk, he was talking about doTERRA and one of the things he kept emphasizing is at doTERRA, we believe in ethical sourcing. First time I heard about ethical sourcing when I heard his talk a couple of years ago. But ethical sourcing now has become a more important term for any company that's involved in the global supply chain. There was a recent Open Tech survey, and this is a very recent survey where they talked about Um, ethical sourcing. And they asked three questions. They had 27,000 people that they asked throughout the entire world. So this wasn't just a question for the United States. This was a question for the entire world. And the people they asked were of all different ages, all different countries, all different cultures. They asked people the first question, When shopping after the pandemic, do you plan to proprietize buying from companies that make it clear they have ethical sourcing strategies in place? You know, they said that across the markets, they saw over 75% of consumers were in agreement, with most regions of the world seeing 30% saying, yes, this is very important. And, you know, and, and it's interesting to point out that some of the higher countries with this where they're saying that it should always be this way was India and um, Brazil. And even, even some in the United States, you know, were saying that, yes, it's important. So this is becoming something which is going to become more and more important. But globally, it is something which has increased, where people are saying, yes, people should always do it with ethical sourcing in mind. Uh, The question too is: Do you think online retailers should clearly mark whether or not products are ethically sourced where they can? And this also became an interesting one that almost everybody throughout the world agreed: yes, they should. Eighty-five percent say that retailers should clearly mark whether or not products are ethically sourced. You think about that for a minute, where you have eighty-five percent. Of the people around the world are saying, yes, product should have a clear marking to say this product was ethically sourced. So, what does that tell us? That tells us that people around the world, consumers, across the board, that they all want to know that they are buying from companies who basically have what I've been talking about before, social environmental responsibility, that they are concerned about the environment, that they are ethically sourcing products, that the products weren't made by slave labor, children, or other things. They want to know that a company has done their due diligence, that there's transparency within the supply chain, where the companies are doing their part to help. And the the question three was, do you agree that organizations that cannot monitor where goods have come from and don't know whether their suppliers are sourcing goods in an ethical way need to rethink their supply chain now to build in ethical controls? Over 60% of the consumers agreed that they said that if a business is presently not ethically sourcing, they need to rethink their supply chain and they need to make ethical sourcing a focus of their supply chain. You know, this is a really interesting survey because it really is saying that almost nine in 10 consumers give priority, you know, to buy from brands and companies that have ethical sourcing strategies in place. In other words, people want to buy from a company that they know cares about ethical sourcing. That they want to know that this company, their due diligence, that the product they purchased, you know, it was not a product that was going to pollute the environment. It wasn't done by slave labor, that the workers that were producing this product were kept safe, that they weren't, you know, somebody that like they, they, you know, they locked them in their rooms or they didn't give them any freedoms. People want to know that they're buying a product that has been ethically sourced because ethical sourcing, you know, takes all of those things into account. Because ethical sourcing at the heart of it ensures that products and services are obtained through responsible and sustainable methods. You know, they want to know that any company that's involved in the supply chain today is doing their due diligence. And after all, you know, those of us that are involved in the supply chain, it is our job. It is our responsibility to make sure that we do that due diligence. You know, gone are the days where we can just sort of close our eyes and not care. And you can just say, hey, as long as it's a price that I need, I don't care who produces it. You know, gone are those days because consumers are basically saying to all of us here, they are saying, we want you as the company, as the person in the supply chain, we want you to be responsible for what happens in your supply chain. And what's interesting about this, too, is the pandemic, the COVID pandemic, a lot of people feel has also changed this. Maybe maybe because of the, what's happened itself in the pandemic, people have changed their views. People maybe see things a little bit differently. But there's been a 10% overall increase from before the pandemic for ethical sourcing as being important than after. You know, and some of the highest ones were, you know, with Canada, um, UK, um, and, you know, in Japan, You know, so they were the ones that are kind of leading the way and saying, yes, this is important. So the pandemic sort of has, you know, increased the need for people to start to see, hey, ethical sourcing is important. Ethical sourcing is something that we need to be concerned about. Generation Z and millennials are leading the driving change in this ethical sourcing. And that's really true throughout the world, that a lot of the millennials and the Generation Z that they're seeing that this is important to them. You know, maybe it's because they're younger and that they see, look, the environment is important. We still want to be able to breathe the air that we're living in. We still want to be able to grow crops on the soil. We don't want to have diseases because the environment. But they're also saying, too, that, you know, we want to make sure that when we buy a product, that that product has, you know, had the transparency needed or it's been ethically sourced. You know, 62% of people also said in the ages 25 to 34 said that they want to know where the product they are buying was produced. You know, in the United States a law where you know you have to put the country of origin on everything, but not every country in the world has that. I know, you know, when I go through stores in America, one of the first things I do, and maybe this is just me being in the global supply chain, is I'll always look and check the tag and say, where was this produced? Who's producing this? I do that for a couple of reasons. One is because I'm always interested to see what countries are producing. And uh, two, I, I find that it's always interesting to kind of know where it is. These survey results show that, um, that the country that's leading the way for this is not necessarily the United States. You know, and that the people that are leading the way for this is the Generation Z and the Millennials. That they're the ones that are really leading the way for this and are going to be leading this change. I honestly believe that ethical sourcing is here to stay. The world is changing. That if we don't see the need for this as companies or those people that are in the supply chain, if we don't really see and understand the need for this change, then we are basically have our head in the sand. Because unless we see this as important, it's going to get harder and harder for companies to survive. Because we can see from the survey and from the results that people are saying, hey, this is important. In um, speaking of the survey, uh, Lou Blot, who was um, the vice president of the Open Tech, said, Consumers are demanding that organizations produce goods in environmentally sustainable and socially responsible ways. And the key to building an ethical supply chain is information. Organizations need to have the tools and technologies in place to access data from not only their suppliers, but also their suppliers and make that information accessible to partners and customers. In other words, what he's saying here is that companies need to be responsible, not just for their supply, for their own supply chain, for the factory that they know, but also for their suppliers and their supplier's suppliers. That people want to know that throughout the entire supply chain, you know, ethical sourcing has taken place. You know, the message from this survey is that basically consumers are looking for, you know, these companies, these brands and corporations that have an ethical sourcing policy in place. You know, this is really like one of the key takeaways from this survey and one of the key takeaways of ethical sourcing itself. But more than that, there's a couple of other key takeaways that were from the entire survey that. As Chris uh, Kunan, the research director of supply chain management at the R- ARC advisory group, he commented, he said, the open text research shows seven in 10 or 69% of global consumers believe governments need to introduce regulations that hold businesses more accountable for responsible sourcing. You know, kind of like what he's saying there is that a lot of people, you know, don't trust the companies to be able to do it on their own they don't trust that the companies maybe are going to be, you know, honest with them, the companies are really going to tell them, you know, how these goods have been ethically sourced. So they're basically saying that they believe the government needs to hold them accountable. I kind of think as a business owner, shame on us all. You know, shame on us all if, if the consumers, people buying our products through the entire supply chain have so little faith in us that they don't see the need for us to be able to monitor ourselves and they want, they want governments to come in and to help monitor us. And then he went on and he said, laws such as the EU's conflict minerals regulation requiring companies importing conflict minerals into the EU to conduct due diligence within their supply chain is an example of progress. To fully earn the trust of customers, organizations must take a much more proactive stance to demonstrating their ethical credentials. You know, if we think that this isn't important and we think that maybe as a industry, we will not be caught, we need to think again. You know, I know in my own industry, which is home furnishing and home decor, I feel like, at least in the United States, a lot of people are kind of slow to this. I mean, yes, we have laws in place, like you know the carbs laws that we need to make sure the wood doesn't have fumarga hide in it for the MDF, and you know those are all things that are in place that's become standard in our industry. But rarely do I have anybody that really asks me much about the ethical sourcing. Yes, the major corporations come in and they want you to do an audit and they want to check the safety, the welfare. Um, the health of all the workers, and they want to be able to check that, which is standard now for most audits. But you know, when it when it comes actually, you know, to asking about some of the questions about ethical sourcing, there's a lot of people that are not quite asking them. But you know, we should think again, because, you know, one industry that got hit was um, the cocoa industry, or the chocolate industry. And if any of you remember that, that that was when, you know, years ago, there was a lot of talk about child welfare or children working on some of these uh, cocoa plantations. You know, child labor was found in cocoa farms in the Cameroon, uh, Guinea, uh, Nigeria, and Sierra Leone. And, you know, because of this, um, you know, suddenly all the people that were, you know, in the chocolate industry, they began to be forced you know, in many cases, to put on their packaging, that they're certified that no child labor was used in their supply chain to source their cocoa or chocolate. You know, about a year or so ago, when I had a bag of the uh, chocolate chips, I looked on the back and there was a statement there by Nestle saying like, you know, there was no child labor that was used at all in the, in this chocolate production. You know, so, you know, so, you know, if you think again, and we think it won't hit certain industries, it's starting to hit industries already. You know, you think about in 1989 about there was an ivory trade ban that was put into place due to the rampant hunting and poaching of elephants. And this is probably one of the first things of, you know, with ethical sourcing when it really got started and became um important. And suddenly now, you know, you can't buy ivory. And actually what happened because this huge ban, worldwide ban came that, you know, the poachers stopped killing the elephants. And because it became impossible for them to earn money on any of the ivory because they couldn't sell it to anybody. So, you know, the elephants stopped dying and the industry sort of took care of itself. And now today you don't hear of, you know, elephants being killed or elephants being poached or, you know, for their ivory tusks. Um, You know, another one that, you know, happened too is, you know, like ethical sourcing has to do with a lot with safety. And if many of you uh, might recall then in in 2012 – there was a major fire at a Bangladesh garment factory where over um, 110 factory workers. In 2012, there was a major fire at a Bangladesh garment factory where over 110 factory workers died. The fire was a result of these overcrowded conditions. There were no fire safety measures. And the people just, you know, horribly burned within these factories because, you know, the bosses basically were greedy and they wanted to, you know, they didn't care about the safety or the standards of the workers. You know, and, and at the time when this happened, and still today, this is still the same call, that many people are saying that the brands that are buying from these kind of factories should be responsible. You know, that they should be the ones that should be helping to be part of the, the um, solution and not be the problem themselves. The reason during this time in 2012 and still today, the call for action is many people reason and say, look, you know, if the brands like Walmart or Gap or some of the others, if they didn't buy clothes from these kind of factories, then these factories could not survive and that the the factories would, you know, have to change. And I can tell you that's 100% true. If the factory knew they're going to lose all their business, they would put the changes in place to make sure that there was safety and other things in place and that this did not happen. You know, So the way a brand, a company, or anyone, you know, the way that they handle ethical sourcing, this is where I came back to at the very beginning where I alluded to and said to the fact that you know what happens in one place can make a difference in another. And that's one reason why, this continues to be so important is that what one company does, or what happens in one country, what happens in one place, can have effect upon another place. That's one reason why you know all major brands now in the United States will now do an audit, and they'll want to have you know somebody come in and audit them, an independent company, and to check and make sure that all the safety and other things are place because they certainly don't want to be caught to have an issue where suddenly there is a fire or there's something else goes on and it becomes major news around the world. And suddenly they're caught in the crossfires because you know, their clothing was being produced in a factory that burned down, killed 100, over 110 workers, lost their lives that day. A whole bunch more were seriously injured, all because that brand or that company wanted to get that shirt or garment or whatever else it is at the cheapest price possible. So, you know, ethical sourcing really is about a company too, looking to say, how can I balance our profits, our need for profits, our need for the price with, you know, how can we balance that with, you know, being ethically sourcing? What was interesting going back to the survey that one of the other things that came out in that survey was that many consumers said they would be willing to pay a bit more or be able to pay some more for a product if they knew the product was ethically sourced. So that's really an interesting part of it, that consumers themselves are saying, look, we'll also be part of the solution. We'll pay more for a product if we know that that product was ethically sourced. You know, we believe in ethical sourcing in in my own company, um, like I said, I didn't know about it before, but I've studied quite a bit about it. We've done all that we can within our own supply chain to make sure that everything we do is ethically sourced. You know, we just won't work with a factory if we know there's you know child labor in there. Uh, we we want to make sure our factories are being environmentally responsible. We want to make sure that we pay a fair and living wage to our manufacturers. You know, these things we all consider to be very important. That's one reason why I purposely have stayed uh, where we do medium to high end and not the low end of the home furnishing industry. Cause once you hit the low end, a lot of times everything becomes about price. So a lot of those guys we get forced to where just for the price, they maybe close their eyes where they shouldn't. And what the survey's saying and what everyone's saying now is that we all, whether you're in the low end of the industry or the high end, we need to source products ethically. This is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. We hope that you'll subscribe and be part of our community. And check out our blog, Mindoro.com. There's a lot of great information on it. We'll give some links below on some of the blogs that we've written about ethical sourcing if you want to learn more about it or want to see, um, be able to link to an actual copy of the survey I was talking about. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time. And thank you so much for being part of our community.